Attention on deck. You're about to take command. Welcome to the bunker. Welcome, everybody, back to the bunker. I'm your host, Andy Burrows, and I am joined, as always, by my two amazing friends and illustrious co-hosts. First up, we have Mr. Scouse, Andy Lockhart. Andy, how are you, mate? Got over the jet lag yet? No. <laughs> Just really haven't got over it at all, bro. Um, yeah, suffering at the moment, but but yeah, it was worth it, though. It was worth yeah, it. mate, yeah, my jet lag has absolutely kicked my ass. Uh, someone that definitely doesn't have jet lag. Uh, as our other co-host, Mr. Jesse Martin. Jesse, it sucks seeing you through a screen again, my friend. How are you, brother? Yeah, I'm doing good. I miss you guys already. Uh, but over here in the States, it's starting to cool down just a little bit. So, uh, yeah, doing good, doing good. Uh, I, I hear y'all are struggling a little bit. Oh, dear. Andy's got a cold. Thank you, Mr. Hartley. Uh, and I've, yeah, I've got the jet lag from hell and we had the journey home from hell. Uh, from Washington, D.C. Uh, yeah, it wasn't the easiest of journeys home. Flights delayed, connections missed, flying to the different airport that you're actually meant to be at, getting on a train to get home. But like uh, like Mr. Scouse says, uh, it was all worth it because we got to see our Washington commanders beat the Arizona Cardinals 20-16. to 16. Uh, Boys, before we break down the whole game, uh, Jesse, what did, you, uh, what did you make of Sunday's game, my friend? Obviously, 64,000 people in FedEx. Uh, it's the first time I've ever seen that in my fandom. Been to FedEx a fair few times now. Um, predominantly, I'd, I'd say 95% of them fans were Burgundy and Gold. Obviously, we were all sitting together, uh, Section 305. Uh, what were your immediate takeaways from the game? Now we sit here, we record this on Wednesday evening, UK time. Um, we've had a little bit of time to digest it. Uh, Jesse, what did, you, uh, what did you make of the game and what were your takeaways from it? Yeah, sure. It, it's kind of a it's kind of funny because when you you're, you're watching this game live, you're thinking one thing, and then when you get back home, let that settle in, then watch it again. Uh, I got I got kind of a different outlook of of what I saw or what I thought I saw uh, live into um, actually what really happened. You know, uh, we 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 thought the offensive line was terrible. Uh, we it, uh, Sam got sacked six times. Um, you know, you, you wanted uh, uh, Wiley to step in a pothole and, and, and twist his ankle. Um, <laughs> you know, I mean, I kind of still do, but uh, it, it's kind of different just looking back and, and, and watching uh, the game. I, I, I think uh, there's some building blocks here. Uh, the mistakes that were made were all correctable. Um, and I have a little bit better outlook on, on the rest of the season uh, than I did when I was sitting in, you know, the stands watching the game. I, it was like, Jesus, what's going on? This looks like last year. Um, but it, it doesn't. So we won. We, we, we came away with W. I don't think the offensive line is nearly as, as, as bad as it had looked initially. Um, and there's correctable uh, uh, mistakes, so uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm okay with it. I'm just I'm glad we pulled it out. I think the Cardinals are going to be a little bit more feistier than than people think. Too, there's zero chance of them uh, trying to tank like a lot of people have figured. 
Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, Andy, what were your takeaways from the from the game, brother? Obviously, like you say, we were there with 64,000 other Washington Commander fans. And when you did watch it initially live, it did. And we were screaming. You were sat next to each other and we were literally screaming at that O-line at, at times. Obviously, like Jesse said, Sam Howell sacked six times. But when you do watch it back and when you listen to Sam speak and when you listen to Ron speak and the, and the press conferences gone by and uh, Jesse um, I, um, mentioned John Kimes' podcast, I listened to it yeah. today with Bram. And when you listen to it and you hear like people like John say that, you know, it's just sometimes it was just miscommunication with the O-line. So just miss some people missing assignments. It wasn't the fact that they were bad. It's just the fact that they may be not in sync yet. And it's just, and like they say, it's all fixable things. But um, what do you make of it? And sitting there on a Wednesday evening now, a few days removed from the game. Yeah, I agree with both what you said. Um, during the game, we were screaming, no, get rid of these guys <laughs> straight away, <laughs> bench them. You know, all the rest of it. Um, and then obviously, you know, when you do see it back, you know, they didn't do as badly as we thought. Um, but my only concern going forward is is that this was against a team with no real superstars on the on their defense, and they still got to us, got to our quarterback very easily. Um, and that, that's my concern. Now you get, yeah, you mentioned it, it was mostly miscommunication issues, you know, protection mis- miscues, stuff like that. Which which is fixable, um, but you know it's it's like if you take it on better teams, they're gonna get more sacks if we if we don't sort if we don't sort it out. You know what I mean? So uh, yeah, so, so I'm I'm it's I guess <clears throat> was it as bad as we thought? No, but going forward, we're gonna they need to step up. They really do. It's simple as that. I want to bring up to uh, a, a couple things. Um, you know the research that I've done since uh as, since the game. Uh, started there is a um a chart here um uh it's true media and pfs uh charts kind of kind of they kind of combined it says week one time to pressure versus sacks taken okay and what that means is uh how long does is the quarterback holding the ball and uh as to how what the timing of the pressure gets to the quarterback sam howe was the absolute uh uh, last well daniel jones took seven sacks but as far as timing goes sam hell held the ball uh a it wasn't even close to any other quarterback in the nfl he held the ball for uh what was it three uh, three seconds um you need to get the ball out and i think the average is like 2.15 seconds um you know that 0.75 seconds right there that's 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 a lot of time that is a lot of time that you know so and if you is go that just him needing to maybe trust his trust who he's done trust, like, trust that yeah. they're going to get out of the routes that he knows they're going to run he he was kind of waiting for them to turn yeah. out of their route instead of throwing like you look at someone like you know Patrick Mahomes he the ball's out of his hands yeah. before the routes fully developed but he knows that his receivers are going to run into that route. So it might, yeah. is that just a case of like Ron Rivera said today in his press conference of Sam trusting what he does in practice and putting that on a field? There was only two sacks that was actually the offensive line's fault. Mm. And I'll take that any day of the week. Okay. Um, we got, uh, I, 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 this is a good follow. If anybody out there, um, this guy, Ben Baldwin, uh, he goes by uh, Computer Cowboy uh, on, on Twitter. Um, Washington actually was the 11th. He took three different metrics, three different, like ESPN, PFF, and SIS. Um, and all those scores together combined with every single team in the entire league. 
Washington had the be- the 11th best offensive line on week one. So you adding that up, like a couple of the sacks that he got called for a sack was him running out of bounds, like one yard short, you know, this him scrambling out what he, sh- what Sam should have done was just throw the ball away. Throw the then it wouldn't away. have counted at, at, as a sack. You had Shaquille Ch- uh, Charles uh, tripped on Brian Robinson's uh, uh, leg that calls the sack. Um, Wiley is a problem. Uh, you know, he's the one that's, that's kind of getting, getting beat more than any of the other offensive linemen right there. Uh, uh, Leno had a good game. Cosby had a great game. Um, uh, and then Nick, um, uh, uh, our, our center, I was blanking on the name right now. Uh, he had one, one bad play. Um, Nick Gates in, uh, but other than that, I mean, you watch the game, Sam had a solid pocket around him. He moved, um, uh, and, and you know, I, I was, I was surprised to say the least. Mm. Did, um, it take, I, I listened to Sam Howell's press comments. I listened to it a couple of times once I was just out, at, um, just into it. And I made someone else making my notes for this show to, to what your point is there, Jesse. Uh, he said he needs to trust what he's taught more and trust his legs more. Sure. Yeah. Um, and when you do watch the game back, you kind of see why he said that because you know it it goes back to what i say earlier just trust what you do in practice trust that Mm -hmm. these receivers are going to run the correct routes you don't have to wait for terry or whoever to get out of their route and physically see them face to face know that they're going to make that cut and put the ball in them so when they do turn around the ball's there waiting for them don't be reactive instead of proactive whatever the saying is but i I, I took out of his his conference uh his press conference that you know uh, and he did say, he said, look, a lot of them sacks were my fault. Like you said, you know, he was trying yeah. to run out of bounds and uh, and he got hit. And he said he just, should have just thrown the ball away. He also said the offensive line uh, done, a, done a good job. Um, he says he needs to extend plays more with his feet sometimes. Uh, and he said he needs to learn maybe that you don't have to do that every play. He was, If you noticed on Sunday, he was trying to extend plays. And we're all doesn't have to be the hero. He doesn't, doesn't have, have to yeah. Be the hero. And that's yeah. a rookie thing. I think. I think we can. I can name you a thousand rookies that have tried that over the years. Heineke tried it for, and it worked for yeah. him when he first came into the team. We're all when we were all thinking, my God, who is this guy? He's, he's scrambling for like 40, 50 yards sometimes on a play yeah. on one play. Somehow it looked to me on Sunday that he thought he sometimes had to play Hollywood ball that he had to yeah. be the hero and you know that he got hit i mean me and andy were calling for ejections at the start oh yeah some of them I mean, the guy should have been injected yeah, yeah he should have been ejected and when you watch it back we must have watched it a thousand times at the airport and scouts are still yeah. doing his nuts and i can't believe this <laughs> guy didn't do yeah, I, mean, I mean i suppose as well when, when you've been you, you, you've had your, your bell rang that badly on multiple plays because you had at least three the yeah. house had hunted. They were, they, they were hunting. They were hunting for no. his head. Yeah. It, was, it was a welcome to the NFL kind of. Yeah, definitely. But the thing is, it's like, well, when you're like kind of like not all 100% there in, in your own mind because your bell's just been rang, then you're probably going to go back to old habits. Yeah. Just actually, just subconscious. It's just like, and that's probably what he, and he made a few errors, you know, as you say, running, running when he shouldn't have or should have thought of born away. Just because he was things that he would do at college, he'd just run with it. And then obviously yeah. taking hits in the NFL. Just long term and good for health. Do you know what I mean? Like so. Yeah, Sam's a young player. He he's going to take his lumps. We just got to be patient with him. You know, he's going to get better and better and better as the year goes goes on. I mean, this is his second 
uh, game, you know, of his career in the NFL, you know, I mean, we talked about it before, how much pressure was on that kid before the start of this game. Mm. We talked about that. So I think that a lot of that has, has played a part of it. I think he's going to settle down um, because there were some very good things that he did in that game. He threw that touchdown pass was incredible. uh, That beautiful ball to, to Samuels too. Um, You know, and and there's some things that he missed, but, but like I said before, uh, there's yeah, all the mistakes that were made were all correctable. Mm, and one of the things he did say in his press conference as well, he was asked, why didn't we, because in the preseason, we saw him throw the ball down the field a hell of a lot. Yeah. And, you know, every fan loves seeing the ball be there. And though he was asked, I don't know if it was JP Finley or someone asked him uh, in the press conference, they said, why didn't we see you throw the ball down the field as much as we have in preseason? And fair play to him, he said, well, that was on me. He said, I missed yeah. two or three opportunities yeah. to throw the ball down the field. He said, I, I might've seen it or I seen it too late. So, like you said, Jesse, all these things, and I think Ron, note, Ron Rivera noted it too in his press comments, all these things are fixable. And I would rather be trying to fix these things being 1-0 and than 0-1. Yeah. You exactly. know what I mean? You can go into practice today where they, they've gone back into practice and stuff, and it, all these things are fixable. So, all, you know, don't get me wrong, we were all quite angry on Sunday when we were in the stadium when he was getting crushed because immediately you just think, well, you're in the stadium, you've got, you only see it once. It's not like you were watching it on TV and you get replay after replay and you're thinking, oh, this O-line's getting him killed, you know, they've missed assignments. They're just in like you guys said at the start of the episode, it's just the same as last year. And we're all getting very angry. But when you do take a step back and you watch the game, I've watched the game twice now, actually. I think I watched it in the uh, the highlights and the full game. And when you really do watch it, you're like, oh, it wasn't actually yeah. that bad. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. I I, I was pleasantly surprised. And, uh, and and there's billion blocks to week one. You know, uh, we all say week one uh, in the NFL is for liars. I mean, look, the, the Cincinnati Bengals, I mean, mm-hmm. Joe Burrow threw for less than 100 yards in that game. I mean, that's just not going to happen again. So every the whole league is trying to get right right now. You know, you, you spend that first those first four games. Uh, you know, working out your kinks, you know, seeing what you can get away with, what you can't get away with. And, and then by week, you know, weeks five through through, uh, you know, 18, that's when you're going to start seeing the real team. Mm. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, talk, we were talking, obviously, in preseason, how he's got like, we've got a good o- O-line and we've got good offensive weapons. This may surprise you. Who do you think was our most targeted player on Sunday? Yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, most targeted was was uh, I, I think uh, um, with eight uh, Logan Thomas. Yeah, mm, yeah. Um, and, and the, talking about Russ, you know, I mean, Logan was open and he's targeted. He's going to get targeted all season long. I just think he just hasn't been out there in a while, and there's going to be some uh, some rust on on Logan. And I'm not discouraged about that whatsoever. I think Logan is if he stays healthy, he's going to play a big big role in this offense. Well, not keeps dropping the ball. You ever get eight targets? Keeps dropping it. Listen, I'm 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 chalking that up to rust. I mean, when when have have we seen Logan drop more than a pass in in the past couple of years? It just doesn't happen. I I think it's just rust. He ain't been out on the field in a while. Mm, It'll come together with my guy Logan. Not, not hearing a bad word said about him. <laughs> um, let's turn to uh, Mr. Montez Sweat and Jonathan Allen. Wow, they uh, they had a game. Uh, Montez obviously one and a half sacks. Uh, Allen one sack. Uh, for me, I obviously Sam Howe got player of the game. For me, I thought Montez Sweat was absolutely. And every, every time I get to see that man play live, I'm like, yeah, wow, he's just, a monster. Just pay this, you just pay this man as much money as you ever have to pay this man, never to leave this organization while he's playing like that. 
too many times this team have let good players walk out of this building. He can never be one of them because I thought, I don't know what you boys thought. I thought on Sunday it was incredible. Yeah. No, Sweat was a beast, man. It was really, really good to see. He, he this is a contract year for him. He's he's playing for that bag, and and uh, you know, so far so daggone good. Oh, we talked about this earlier. He's got to get home, and uh, you know, he's doing it so far. Uh, I think the whole defensive line played, uh, you know, outstanding. Um, you know, it, it throw Deron Payne in that mix too. I mean, I mean, the, the, you know, John Allen and Deron Payne—they're going to be—they're—they're they're forced to handle in the middle. Uh, and if Chase Young comes back and and he's anything like he was in his rookie year, good freaking luck trying to do anything with this team. Yeah, and then you you know throw Cam Curl into the mix and Forbes and wow, you suddenly Curl had a think. great game. Curl had an absolutely fantastic. Please get this guy's contract sorted. Don't you? Top five, his top five safety in the NFL. Yeah, mm. simple as that. He just is. Anyone, yeah. anyone doesn't rate him that high. Go and watch his film. Just go and yeah. watch him. When, when you watch him live as well, and you know, I, we were very fortunate. We had fantastic seats on Sunday. And when you get to watch him live, the way that man reads a game of football, his brain works yeah. quicker than most. You know, he yeah. he gets the way he gets that. He just sees things before others don't see things. And yeah. that to me is an elite football player. Some players are a bit a second or two seconds behind. And that might lead to a missed tackle. That could mean, you know, a breakaway, a guy running 30, 40 yards down the field. With Cam Curl, you don't get that. He is literally, not, I'd say 99 times out of 100, he reads the play correctly. And he very, very, very rarely gets caught out of position. You know, uh, Cam doesn't get a whole lot of uh, notoriety league-wide. Um and I think because he doesn't have a whole lot of interception, I think that's going to change this year. He goes around the ball a lot. Um, he almost had one, uh, you know, in, in the red zone um, on Sunday. Uh, he was so close to picking that off. Uh, but, you know, these safeties, they, they get they get their name out there because, you know, interceptions and flashy plays. Uh, Cam is just solid. It, he's just – he's there all the time. You, you, you count on this guy – I mean, when he's not on the field, this is a totally different defense. It, it really is. I mean, that showed that last year. Uh, but Cam is is I would I would argue that he may be even top three safety in the league. Mm. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, moving on to Eric Bieniemy, uh, Andy, I'll start with you first. What did you make to some of the comments? I've read a lot, and we were at the airport on Sunday night, and we were scrolling through various media outlets. A lot of people were saying that Bieniemy played the game very safe. Uh, on Sunday he's still obviously learning about what he's working with and the players are still learning about what he's trying to get them to work with so to say he played it safe I think's not really fair on the guy um, I know there was some there's a lot of booze uh, I think I can't remember what drive it was and yeah. you know we were just running it down and everyone running it down the middle and it's like well we're clearly trying to run down the clock here yeah and you yeah. might want to see it. That was just him using his brain and making sure that we could grind out as much as the clock as we could at the end of the game so we had a chance to win it. Because teams gone by with Washington would have done something stupid there. Scott Turner would have probably fucking thrown a Hail Mary or something, or he would have done something absolutely... You've got a quarterback to throw into double cut. He would have done something stupid. The enemy, for me, he didn't play it safe. He just played the game to make sure we didn't lose it near the end. Yeah, 100%. Um I mean, he could technically say it was no safe, especially in that fourth quarter. You could say it was safe, but he did it to protect what we had. What the what the scenario mm -hmm. was at that time. You know, yeah. we all knew that we were just going to run the ball, playing playing Jane up the middle, and you know, 
to try to take that um take away their timeouts to kill some clock. And, and I mean, don't get me wrong, was it frustrating to see because thinking, no, we could do a bit more. Yeah, sure. But end of the day, remember what he said the first thing he said when he first came to us? He'll do whatever it takes to win the game. Mm. Dragging, dragging their asses matter. across the finish yeah. line, and that's exactly it. what happened. We're going yeah. to run it, and then we're going to, and we'll, we'll do whatever it takes to win. And that's that's what he did. So now, I mean, was frustrating the time watching like three and out, you know, basically just running the ball. Yeah, but he did what it takes to win, and it fair. was at the end of the game. We were up by one. You know, we were in field goal range. Uh, play it safe. Go up by four. Um, and everybody knew that the Cardinals offense was not going to drive down for a touchdown no, the way no the way. defense were playing. So why not just kick the field goal, go up by four, come and beat us. That's basically it's happened because it's not going to happen. And, and, you know, yeah, it may be, you know, we wanted to, them to drive in cause they drove all the way down there, but you know, it is what it, it is, what it is. They played to win the game and that's, they drug their asses across the finish line and that's what they did. Mm. Uh, another player that got some good credit was Cosme this uh, weekend. Yeah. Uh, Ron Rivera as well. We all singled him out when we were chatting about it. Uh, Sam Cosme. Jeez, when we we saw him at the fan rally on Friday. Wow. This dude is massive. With a close up. Massive. I was like, you know, yeah, you know, I couldn't believe how big the dude it was. Um, obviously, we saw him, but we saw him. Scott was running, chasing F.A. Abad around like a little schoolgirl. Uh, <laughs> we, we saw Sam Cosme. Uh, but another player that I think is going to have a really big year for us, Jesse, right? Yeah, I, I mean, Cosme's, ever since he's uh, moved over to the guard position, he's been an absolute animal um, in there. And I, I think our interior of the O-line is going to be our strength. I think we need to, uh, um, you know, run. I think we're going to be able to run the ball well up the middle. Um, and maybe if as long as Antonio Gibson just, you know, holds on to the ball and, and actually hits the right hole, there's a couple times in, in, in the uh, – the playback where he ran right into the back of someone and the hole was right there to the left or right. He could have gone either way, but uh, they ran right into it. And in, in the second half, um, it didn't look like they were churning out yards, but, uh, but they were, they were going five, six yards a pop and, and, you know, it, we're straight up through the middle. So uh, yeah, I think the, uh, the interior of the offensive line is, is definitely a surprise. It's definitely better than a lot of us thought, thought it was going to be. Hmm. Uh, it's definitely a bit more though going forward. It's in like you know we need to break these tackles. We need to get uh, you know a, a big run, a big play on, on a run play. You know we, we we haven't seen any for a long time. You know anything past 30, 40 yards. I think it was yeah, like, I, yeah, and you're not gonna you're not gonna see that with the running backs that we have. We well, don't here's have, a we here's don't a have... good thing. I was listening to Jesse. You listened to it as well, so I'd be interested to see. I'm, I'm probably sure you've listened to it today as well, Andy. Uh, Brown Weinstein was talking that he heard that uh, obviously uh, Antonio Gibson was meant to play a lot more. Yeah than mm -hmm. what he did during that game. And obviously, yeah. as soon as the fumble happened, then B-Rob come in. What, so what did you make uh, when you heard of that? So it, it looked like they were going to... And from what Bram was saying and what John Kine was talking about in his podcast today, that was that Gibby was going to be used a lot more out of the backfield and more as a receiver at times yeah. during that game. But the, apparently the game plan... This is only... Obviously, I've got no reason to not believe John and Bram Weinstein. They know a hell of a lot more than me and they hear a lot more than I do. What did you make when you heard that today, Jesse? It was really interesting. John Kind. Yeah, podcast. no, and, and, and I, I, I totally get it. And we, Eric Bieniemy is not going to, uh, you know, he's going to punish you. We've seen it before with Shady McCoy. You put the ball in the turf, and you're not going to play. You know, you're going to get touches taken away from you, and, and so be it. Good because you know we went through this uh, 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 
over a season ago with with Antonio uh, Gibson. First fumble. He, he didn't fumble ball, at all last season, did he? It, no, he didn't. But he puts the ball on the turf in very bad spots. It's either mm. in our own red zone or the opponent's red zone. He, he's done that time and time again. And that's what he that that's exactly what he did. So Benigni was like, "Hey, you're not going to take care of the ball." We're going to have to give it to somebody else. Yeah, and we probably would, you know, everyone says, oh, the scoreline is a lot closer. I mean, we would have scored something on that drive. That was yeah, right we, down, we, you know, we, but we the worst case, it would have been a field goal. Yeah, worst yeah. case, it would have been a field goal. So yeah. when you do look at the scoreline, 20 to 16, you think we did miss a few opportunities. And we were driving. Red. That was a good drive that we had. It was a really know? good drive. We went yeah. most of the way down the field. And yeah, it, it, I thought it was good. But um, what do you think, Andy, what do you think the improvements that Ron, uh, EB and Jack will be looking for this week as we go into Denver on week two. It's going to be a completely different kettle of fish, albeit uh, they lost to the Raiders uh, at the weekend. Uh, like Jesse said at the start, week one's just crazy. You know, I mean, I did laugh at the Giants conceding 40 points. That was hilarious. But um, what do you think that, that, that the coach is going to be looking for as we go into a week of practice now? What do you see? What do you want to see us make sure we cut out from going into week two? I mean, like Ron said in his press conference, everything's teachable, everything's fixable. And I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm not expecting them to come up on Sunday and cut out every single mistake. This is the National Football League. Mistakes are going to happen. But what do you want to see moving as we move into Sunday that is, is slightly tweaked or fixed from what we saw against the Cardinals? Well, first, first of all, is is that um, communication with the offensive line? You know, you can't you can't afford to get your QB killed. So for me, it's uh, get that sorted. So get get the the protections right every time. Don't get confused when they bring six up and then drop two back. Do, do you know what I mean? Like this is what that's what happened to us this week. You know, Arizona showed six and then only rushed four. But it was it was confusing them who should be where what yeah where, Khan made that he made that point today. So, so from that so we need to sort that out. That's number one, I think. And then also ball security is, is the other one. You know, try not to make the huge the huge mistake, the, the big one, you know what I mean? You know, penalties, yeah, you know, holding penalties, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that's gonna happen. We know that. But, that's football. But you know, yeah, exactly. But as you know, fumbles, no, you know what I mean? Um, and Sam's gotta be a little better with his reads as well. And I think if they're the kind of they're the main ones for me, need to sort out. Yeah, Ron said in his press conference, Jesse, that he would maybe like to have seen Sam go through his reads quicker. Does that come with experience? Yeah, I think it's just going to take some time. You know, it, 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 listen, we we all just got to remember, Sam is a young quarterback. For all intents and purposes, he's still a rookie. He's learning a brand new offense. Um, and and it, 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 along with everybody else on on you know on the offense, it, everything is new to them. So it's going to take some time, and and we should be more than willing to give it to him because he's got the talent. We've seen it out there. You know, it, it, just that touchdown pass that he threw uh, to to Brian Robinson. I mean, that was a thing of beauty. That was something that you actually see Pat Mahomes uh, kind yeah, of like Mahomes pocket, type play. Through, you know, yeah. get out of the pocket and, and make something happen. Uh, so we need to give him the 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 leash he deserves because he's got a talent. Let him learn and I before, think that's, before we start, you know. I think just, that's the big thing because he's so talented. He's got everything, yeah. you know what I mean? As a quarterback, yeah. he's got everything. He's got and the tools. He, yeah, he's got all the tools that you need. And it's just a case of, you know, not putting too much expectation on straight away. But we all, but because he is so talented, you can't help yourself. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but like Ron said, it's oh, you a know, case of uh, patience over. In, um, but it's difficult, man, isn't it? You know, for fans in general. Ron said today, he said it's a case of yeah, we have to be patient with him, but we also have to remember that we need to still win games of football. 
So why are we? And, and, and somebody made a comment today uh, that I, I found was interesting. You know, uh, it was on the radio show. Uh, I don't know if it was Kevin Sheehan or if it was on the B. Mitchell Finley about the play calling uh, and, and how it was set up because maybe it was the Cardinals that they were able to try to work on things as they, you know, went along for Sam Howell. Wasn't trying to make it, you know, too, too uh, uh, complicated for him um, and, and was able to try to get away with some things because, you know, the Cardinals defense didn't, you know, and supposed to be the best defense in the world. Um, I, th- I thought that was kind of an interesting way to look at it. Maybe, I don't know, um, but that's definitely an interesting thought. Mm. Jesse, I believe we have some fan questions we coming do. this we, week. We, we have quite a few coming as we, well. We, we got a bunch of them, and, and bear with me. I'm, I'll try to work it through as many as as we can, and and, and if we don't uh, answer them this week, we'll, we'll, we'll answer them on Twitter. Question. Yeah, it's, it's, it's send, us a, uh, send us one in next week for our next show, and we'll, we'll try to get to them. I'm going to start with uh, our buddy, Canada Mike. says, uh, with Mr. Burroughs being so famous now, per, per, particularly stateside, will we soon need to pay to listen to this show? Uh, Andy, I'm going to send this one to you. You lot have been killing me. about. The, I, I think I told this story to you guys. One of the funniest things on Sunday was we were making our way into the stadium, and people just kept calling for me to come and just chat to them shaking and take, hands and kisses babies yeah That's what taking photos doing. but all i could see the whole time i was doing this is we we're trying to make the stadium is jesse piercing the back of my head with his <laughs> eyes like saying will you hurry the fuck up um i said to i think i said to you guys loads over the weekend i said i might have to move to the states i'm not i'm not this popular back home i tell my friends like hear this and they're like you know, Burroughs, you just you just go to the bar and buy a beer and stop being a dickhead. But um, it was so <laughs> cool to uh, meet so many people that listen to our podcast, and so many people were complimentary about the show and like our commitment to to fly over. It was just good for us to to be at the tailgate to to meet everyone. Like you say, we went over to Steve Lim, done some of the best cooking I think I've ever tasted in my life. Some of them hot dogs that we had over with Steve Lim. But uh, Mike, to answer your question, uh, no, you will never have to pay for this show. Uh, <laughs> it's not. It's nice to be popular, but it, we. I think we all were. Myself, Andy, Jesse. It was a. It was a great, great time at the tailgate. We I enjoyed every minute of it. But yeah, I eventually got in the stadium. Um, all right, we'll go, move on to the next question. Uh, Escalsa, I'll throw this one to you first. Uh, and we were speaking about uh, Cam um, uh, a little bit earlier in the show. And his dad, uh, Greg Curl, uh, shout out to Greg. Appreciate out, you Greg. Uh, listening and, and uh, uh, throwing in a question to us. Um, you can catch uh, – and Greg's a really good follow. If you guys don't follow him, uh, Coach G Curl uh, on X. Um what is the expectations coming into week one after, or what is the expectations coming into the week after the play from week one? So like, what, what, what do we expect? What do we, what do we expect uh, for, for week two? Well, we've got, we've got to expect to keep doing what we're doing, you know, especially on the, uh, the defensive side, Cody Barton's got to step up a little bit more. Cause he was, I thought mm-hmm. he was God awful. Um, he was the worst player on the field. Offense or defense in my, in my book. So he needs to sort himself out. Um, but as long as Cam is playing, we've got a chance. It's as simple as that. You know, so, so as long as he's playing, we've got a great chance. Get Sweat involved a little bit more again. You know, um, Smith Williams had a decent game. I th- again, we just they just need to keep doing what they're doing on the defense. But just play their game. 
Yeah, um, we probably got away with being like a seven out of ten on Sunday. I don't think you'll get away with that this weekend. Um, and what I was, uh, I'm always really surprised about was how good their offensive line was against our defense for, for such a long time because we 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 said times Dobbs didn't get any ta- any touches, any 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 pressures for a long time. It was only kind of like end of the third when they were gassed. It started the fourth when we really stepped it up. You know, mm. um, but, but that's probably because they were tired and couldn't handle us. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But, um. But yeah, going forward, it's just got to keep doing what we're doing on defense, step up, you know, create some more turnovers, and let's go. Be a little bit more braver on offense. I think if Sam can learn from last week's mistakes, you know, and trust his receivers to be out of their route by the time he obviously throw the ball by the time they're there. They know what they're doing. Yeah. Trust, trust them. His feet. Yeah, yeah, trust his, his feet. feet. I don't expect him to come in and read a game a thousand times better. It's still his third NFL start. Or each week leading up to, even you could even say week six or seven. I just want to see this team progress. Give me something where I'm not sitting here going, "Oh, we've 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 gone backwards." Don't ever give us a reason to say, "Wow, we've taken a huge step backwards." We understand that mistakes are going to make be made, which is fine. We all appreciate yeah. mistakes. I've got no issues with that. I don't want to be sitting here recording our live reaction show on a Sunday evening that we're all going to do, saying. Wow, that was ten steps backwards from what yeah. I've seen the first few yeah. weeks. So as long as we always learn and don't ever turn Just into take an those steps team. forward, take, take them the steps, step and and all fans will be happy. We understand that we, yeah. we are not as much as I'd love us to win every single game. We understand they're going to be bumps in the road, but it's how them bumps in the road are. I mean, I think I, Keith was saying to us when we were in the car on Sunday, he'd rather lose by a point knowing that we played well than get absolutely smoked and us learning sure. nothing. So sure. going into this weekend to answer Greg's question from my side of it just take baby steps from last week learn from your mistake don't make if i see you keep making the same mistake then i'm going to start to worry if i yeah. keep seeing the you know the same mistakes from sam and he and he keeps coming out with well i should i didn't do this with my reads or i didn't use my okay but if i keep hearing them excuses come week three week four then i'm thinking to myself hang on a minute what are we actually learning between you know on the on the training field during the week you yeah. need to start learning yeah. from this but i generally think we'll be fine um, no, our buddy, kind of expect to win as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. I do expect to win this week. I do. Our buddy, uh, Alid, uh, Wales Commanders, he asked, We seem to be headed, to, headed more of a pass offense. Traditionally, we've been more of a running offense. How do you feel about the change, or is it a case of winning is all that matters? I, I mean, to me, you know. I don't care what kind of offense we we do as, just as long as we win, you know. And the West Coast offense is is more of a a passing offense, and and that's that's fine. There's a lot of short passes, um, but I think this this team needs to at least right now stay more focused. And you saw that in the second half of of the game last week because we started started off. I mean, we were we were really really pass happy. Um, uh, but the enemy, you know, he, he, he changed some things around in the second half and then we were really run happy. I think this team needs to focus on the run a little bit more on the run. Let Sam Howell learn, um, and, and, and the run game and your defense is going to be your, is Sam's best friend. So I think we should try to, and we started to play better in the second half. Um, and, and that's what I think is going to happen. I think EB's got to trust his, whoever's running with the ball, like, uh, Bram said, uh, Gibson didn't help himself. No, so if you are going to go to that run game, uh, you need to be very wary of who's scouts. We said this, didn't we? On Sunday, we were at one point we were like, I think they ran Gibson up the up the middle, and me and you immediately looked at each other before the play had even finished, and we're like, why the fuck are we not running B Rob up the middle? Why are we let? And then I think the fumble happened like two plays later. I mean, you were like, there you go. Yeah. 
Told you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was the thing we didn't mention about um, Gibson's fumbling issues. It's always been in between the tackles. Yeah. The three guys are trying to strip the ball from him at the same time. Because yeah. um, he's not, he's not, he wasn't built like that. Let's face it, he was a receiver in college. He didn't, yeah, and he holds he the ball like a receiver. Yeah. 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 It, when, when he's tight between them yeah, tackles, stuff. he holds it loose. Mm. Exactly, yeah, exactly. So, so it, you know, he, he tries to hold on to it, but these guys are just much bigger than him and, and just stronger than him, let's face it. So yeah. just keep popping the ball out. Last season, we didn't really use him that much in the middle. It was more kind of, you know, zone kind of runs, one place more than up, right up the middle. Um, and he didn't fumble at all. So it's it, so I think that's on EB, that one. Yeah. No, he should he should have known this guy's weakness. You know, going back from his... I think he did say straight away. Right, obviously, B-Rob was in a lot more though, wasn't he, after that? Oh yeah, yeah. well, the only had to be because Gibson was taking out the game because of it. So, but I, I, I like that from B enemy though. It's like, well, you last season or under Scott Turner, they would have thrown Gibson back in, or well, the season before, sorry, when he had them fumbles quite a lot. Gibson, Gibson sat for a couple of plays, but he he went yeah. back out there and he went back out and he rectified it. Should have been a first down, which wasn't. We won't talk about the refs because oh, they were fucking bloody. Were excuse fucking. my language, bloody horrible in there. Um, Kyle from the Burgundy Zone, uh, asked first with golf the, buggy driver ever. With the, with the <laughs> offensive performance from Sunday, if that was a consistent theme for the next six, 16 games, how many games would we re, uh, realistically win? It's a good question. Ooh, good question, um, Mr. Based on Sunday's offense? Based on Sunday's offense. So he's asking if, if this is what we're going to see Sunday in, Sunday out. I don't believe that's going to happen. I think we're going to build and build, get better and better. Um, but if we do that, oh. uh, if we can't score points – uh, we're we're not going to win many games. Six games, seven games yeah. with that offense. I, I think I, I, once the training wheels come off, though, can... you can't afford six sacks every single game, and you know, uh, fumbling yeah. red zone and all these. Yeah, you think of the one the sack that cost us a TD. You can't afford that, you know. Yeah. yeah, we can't afford it, so we keep continuing to do that. We will get battered by most teams. Sure. Yeah, yeah no, I think I Sunday was very much the training wheels were kind of still on. We, it was kind we, of like we just we knew what we wanted to do. But we just at, at times, only at times, we couldn't quite execute, and that goes from the end more on the offensive side of the ball. I think defense had a hell of a game, and they really did win that game for us, in my opinion. But I just think for, from the offense side of it, I just thought the training wheels were slightly on at times. Where I think yeah. even the enemy, for you know, we we can talk as much as we want about Kansas City. He hasn't got the Kansas City players, so even he was probably like, "Hang on a minute." Let me have a look in a live game. This isn't preseason. This isn't practice. This isn't training camp. This is a live game. So I think he's, like we said at the start, at times he played it safe. But there are going to be times when we do things and we'll be like, that's what I want to see for my offensive coordinator. He's taken a chance there where teams in the past under Scott Turner would have played it safe. Where the enemy's now going to go, do you know what? I'll have a go here and I, you know, I'm not going to sit back and wait for things to happen as an offensive coordinator in Washington. I think he's going to be one of them coordinators that eventually will go, you know, look, I'm going to trust my players and I know they can make things happen. Just on Sunday at times, I thought the training wheels were on slightly, but to answer Carl's question, if we did it like we did on Sunday, you're not meaning what you won't win more than six, seven games. Uh, I want to, I want to get through a couple more here. So we're, uh, let's, let's try to be a little uh, uh, quick this is a question that I want to answer first. I uh, got this, and I kind of just chuckled a little bit from Mumbo Sauce Sports. On the QB spectrum, is Sam Howell closer to Baker Mayfield or Pat Mahomes? Okay, listen, we can't be throwing this. It's got to be a wind-up question. Surely that's got to be a rib. <laughs> it's it's got to be. Listen, let's, 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 let's let Sam be Sam. Let's let's have him be Sam Howell. Let's not 
let's not try to stick him in with other quarterbacks right now because I mean you're talking about uh we Pat Mahomes is you know the best quarterback probably in the history of the game um and, and then you know Baker Mayfield which is you know he, he's a jag I, I mean it's just just another quarterback um I mean if if I you put put a gun to my head and, and you know put it up I you say he's more like you know the Baker Mayfields right now but he's young he's he's 22 years old he's going into his third game his first away game in a, in a hostile environment this is going to be an interesting game but yeah I don't I don't want I don't want to I want Sam to be on Sam's spectrum I, I don't want to try to put him in anything else no I agree, mate. I agree. Um, I just think, um, I just yeah, think that we should be giving the season before even trying yeah. to compare to, compare to anybody else. Uh, you know, end of the day, I think they keep saying this, the the um, the Pat Mahomes thing is because he's did the same thing. You know, his first season he played the very last game of the season, and then he started QB one the season after. You know, and it's the same thing with what Sam Howell's going through at this moment. But I bet you Pat Mahomes wasn't great in his first game. In, in his, uh, in his first exactly. game, exactly. Let Sam no. Howell be the best Sam Howell. Give he can the guy be. a chance first. Yeah. Let's see what he can do. Let's give him the season before you start comparing to anybody else and just see what he's sure. where he's really at. And, and that's what I'm about. I mean, forget this. You know, Mayfield and all these guys. <laughs> they're not as talented as, as Sam Howell. Mm. Just, they're just not. I mean. Well, again. Yeah, I, I I I I tend to agree. You know, I, I mean, I don't think Sam's anywhere near Mahomes, but Sam is no. Sam. He's got he's got you know he's got talent, and 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 let's just give him time to to show that talent. Is yeah. is what I'm saying. Um, our buddy Scott Hartley uh had a couple questions. He asks, uh, what was your favorite part of the weekend? Scouse, oh, I'm not going to start with you because you're he's uh, blowing his nose. Uh, yeah. Burroughs, Hart- 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 giving him COVID. Oh, he's back. Go on, <laughs> yes, Andy. Hartley. Yeah, you can Boston. go, Andy. Go on, mate. Uh, all right, Scouse, go ahead. What, uh, what was your favorite part of the, uh, the weekend? Am I allowed to say? Really, I don't know. Um, uh, I think probably, Friday, I think uh, probably not. Friday, no. the, fan, the fan, the fan, the the fan party, and then obviously the 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 after party, shall we call it? Yeah, uh, that, that okay. was the. Uh, that was pretty uh, damn awesome. I agree. Uh, I agree. Yeah, I agree. That was right. my favorite part of the week. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. We can move on from there. Yeah. My, <laughs> fan rally after the fan rally was good. Um, yeah, mine was, I uh, enjoyed just, just hanging out with everyone, man. It's, yeah. I said this the first time we come over as uh, I mean, The wind was the icing on the cake. The wind was the icing on the cake. But I, I tried to explain this to a lot of people on Sunday. You have to realize for us, it's we see FedEx and we see NFL games on TV every single Sunday. For us to be in the stadium with people that we podcast with and that become family and friends and everything like that. And for us to be on the field, we were standing about five yards away from Chase Young on Sunday yeah. on the field. The team were very courteous. They gave uh, myself, Scouse, Jesse Yu and Scott Hartley some field passes. Um, we got to go on the field and watch all of the warm-up. We were down there for pretty much the whole of the warm-up. So that's got to be a highlight for me. But just just being with everyone and doing normal NFL Sunday things at a game for us is great because nine times out of ten, we're just at home in our group chat talking about the game. But to be actually at the game, my our group chat was also going off with our good friends back in the UK. It was just incredible. I thought the whole weekend yeah. was just hanging out. Um, Keith in a bar is always fun. If anyone ever gets a chance to take Keith to a bar <laughs> and turn him English for the night, I think you've only got to go and check my social media to see uh, what happened when we all got back to our, our crib. 
uh, Keith and I know Keith and Jesse and Scott and John got into that on their show today. Uh, John Taman, uh, by the way, uh, is one of the funniest commentators that I've ever seen. He is in my entire life. Comments like, "Hey, eight, you don't need your neck to run." Uh, <laughs> just honestly, please, Mike, I know Scott made the comment on your show today. Mike, John, up, let him do some. You've got somehow we need to have John live. I'll turn my TV down. And just listen to John Tame and content. But the whole weekend was amazing, man. Absolutely. If I could do it all again. In and the thing is, the, my thing is, is that you feel like you're actually le- legitimately part of a family. You know, it's, it's you don't normally yeah. get that feel. You know, you don't get that in our sport. I don't think game. you don't feel the same thing. Do you know what nah, I mean? You don't, you don't get, that, get kind of, that in our. You don't get that in our. That our kind football, of family look. Say. I think just naturally in general, everyone's just so well. Yeah, it was good to see yeah. LJ and Beth again. and everyone again. Um, obviously all the hog farmers. We got to hang out with Jeff on Friday night, which was on Saturday night, which was cool. I never really yeah. see him at a game. Jeff and his Jeff's wife is incredibly funny. Yeah. Funny, funny yeah, woman. We had a great time. Carl probably played one of the best pool shots I've ever seen in my life. Um, <laughs> and that will remain that yeah. he meant that as well. That he, he Carl can take that. He did mean it. You know, I was saving his ass for most of the night, though. I mean, that's all yeah, bad. Yeah, us British were teaching, <laughs> teaching these Americans how to drink and play pool. Yeah, uh, but now the, the whole weekend was great, man. No, it was it was fabulous. It was fabulous. Yeah, it was it was too many too many highs to you know too many favorite parts. It was all it was all my favorite yeah. part. The weekend started uh, well. It started with uh, Scott Hartley throwing up on the plane. By the way, he had three pints of Guinness. <laughs> he had three pints of Guinness at Dublin Airport. Me we, and Andy, we were we were, were thinking we were ruining the whole time the whole the whole flight. Uh, you know, as soon as he started throwing up, y'all messaged me that, and then we were just going after him. The whole yeah, time. he, me, and Scouse were like, "Oh, at Dublin Airport, we're like, oh, Hartley's up his game this year. He can, he can drink yeah, all of a sudden." Up with us, wasn't he? Was like, Within twenty-five minutes, of, we were. I don't even think we were over the Atlantic yet. I'm getting a tap on the shoulder. Boris, I need to go to the bathroom. I need to. And all you could hear was. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Richard Cameron. Um, he's got a couple of random questions. Uh, the first one, uh, Cheeseman snaps. What is he doing? Good question. Uh, the second one, Josh Harris has his game balls. Is it time for him to leave the locker room for the football people? Um, now that the season has started thoughts. I'll, let me start with the Josh Harris thing. I think Josh Harris could be in the a locker room every win. And if he gets a game ball every win, so be it, because he is our savior. You know, I would give him, I would give him the next ten years worth of game balls. I'd give him yeah. my balls if you. No, actually, I'm, I can't say. I can't say that after the weekend we've just had. <laughs> Sorry, Keith. Keith would be very pissed off. Yeah. They, belong, they belong to Keith Gray. <laughs> but he can, in, in, he can have as many Cheeseman balls as he thing. wants. Oh, the when you thing, rewatch them snaps, though, Jesse. He's got to get it together. Daisy he's cutters. Together. Daisy I don't cutters. understand what he's doing, man. I don't understand this new snap. Um, yeah, I don't get it. No, get on I that Ryan, Ryan, So good. Uh, um, I'll trust Wayers with his hands. I mean, we'd be, f- he would have missed luck. We, we wouldn't have had any field goals or anything. Cheeseman's got, he's got something mentally, something going on, I think. Yeah. I really yeah. do. It, it's, uh, Ryan had mentioned it uh, 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 earlier. He said it's concerning and it should be. You know, you're, you're, you got one job, man. Mm. Snap the yeah. ball. That's yeah. It. Any other questions, Jesse, before we uh, wrap up? Yeah. Let me uh, kick it to, to Simon. Um, We might be able to get through all of them. Oh, uh, should we, should we kick the tires on Lael Collins? No, he is not on a team <laughs> no. for a reason. I know you're going to say that. Yeah. No. I'm uh, good with that. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm a, I'm a firm. No, he's, he's, yeah, exactly. He's not playing football for a specific reason. We we do on that side of the ball. Yeah, we need help. We uh, we know that, but he is not the answer, in my opinion. 
Um, Canada Mike also asks, uh, will the Arizona versus Giants game this weekend tell us a lot about who our team really is? They play each other. Possible. It's possible. I mean, you didn't expect Giants to be that bad against Dallas. That's true. Uh, you know, so, so it's like, well, is that just a, again the week one blip? You know, you don't know. Was that just everything's just everything that could go wrong went wrong, and that was how it was, and they're going to be a lot better next week, or or they're going to be just as bad as that. So we're going to find out. It's going to be interesting. But be interesting to watch that game. Um, because Arizona said they, they'll come head hunting. Their defense is like saying, "Wait there a minute, you you saying we're going to tank?" Well. I'll shot. I'm gonna knock your QB out of the game. Do you know what I mean? And that's what they tried to do with our guys. You know, they, they, they were being dirty. Definitely tried to kill um, Sam Howell. And they were trying. Yeah, they're trying to injure the main, yeah. main players. And that's what they were trying to do. So, um, I can see that happening again. Definitely. Um, yeah. While they're still well up for it and motivated, you know, halfway through the season, you might see them like nah. But right this moment, that'll be interesting to actually still see. Still early in the season, still a lot of yeah. fight, a lot of passion. Yeah, the that. fight's yeah, still yeah, there. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. until then. But, but it'd be interesting game, definitely. Um, uh, Andy uh, McRory uh, says, I'm sorry if I butchered that last name. Uh, how many bags is it going to take to sign Montez Sweat? A bunch. Gee, a shed load. An absolute shed load. The 20 to 22 mil per year. I think that's going to be the average for him, I think. Yeah, yeah, I, I tend yeah. to agree. It's, I'd, say, I'd say 22 to 24. I'd um, say 20, yeah, I'm going to go to it. I'd say I was going to say 23 to 24. Just whatever it is, just pay him. I don't care. Have a whip round, start a GoFundMe, do what you ever got to do. Well, they started off with getting <laughs> some money off Leno, haven't they, to create some cap space? So, I wonder what they're doing. Yeah, I think I, I think that's all about they restructured they only, his they building. Had, there, yeah. yeah, they only had uh, like like five like 500,000 in cap space. And if they yeah, need to sign any anybody, when you off... look at the cap space, though, we had 15 mil, then all of a sudden that was gone. So, where's that gone? Uh, it's it's draft picks, man. Draft picks, you guys, they had some sure holding that money for Cam Kill. That's already been signed. Well, that that Cam Curl would be an extension that would not go on this year's cap. It would go on next year's cap. Mm. Um, uh, Scott's got one more question. Uh, what worries you more, the offensive line play or the inability to find offensive plays? Mm. I think we'll find. I think the offensive play thing will come. Uh, like we said at the start of the show, I think that's just needs time. And I know people don't want to hear that as we've started the actual season. It's not preseason, but. The enemy's learning. Sam still Sam's learning. The enemy. It's all a, it is all a learning process. The, the thing is in Washington. I think Maurice needs to say this back when we, we need to do the DC Tweet Team podcast. Washington fans have been starved for so long. We want everything and we want it now. We've now got a new owner. Great. We've got one of the best offensive coordinators in the league. Great. That doesn't automatically mean that you can sprinkle magic dust on it and it's going to work. Week one, game one, it's going to take time. This is the National Football League. Winning games, and like Doc said when we had him on in the car on um, Sunday, uh, winning games in the NFL is hard. It it's is not an hard. easy thing to do. So I say this all the time. Patience isn't a word we want to hear as Washington fans. But I think for once with this group, with what we've got, with Biennemi, with Ron, with Jack, with Sam, with the great, one of the best defenses in the league, I think if we just give it that patience, I think we'll, we will see a very, very, very different Washington Commanders team come the end of the season. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going I'm to throw this out here because I don't know why this person uh, wrote this, but uh, it's kind of kind of weird. Um, Warren Gaskin says, uh, "Yeah, why do Jack Del Rio never stack the box on defense? Also, why is his play calling sucks?" Uh, he plays too conservative, soft defense, basic defense. Seriously, why he never keeps pressure on the quarterbacks? 
Do you the, watch football? That's got to be a wind like, up. That's got to be a wind up. Like seriously, surely. like 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 uh, one is definitely not no basic defense. Uh, for one, one of the best defenses in the league. It, one of the best defenses in the league. Uh, and there's always pressure on the quarterback. I mean, sometimes offensive lines they oh, uh, they make plays too. You know, <laughs> they, they they make plays too. Just because our O line doesn't always make a play, other teams we we, we don't <laughs> stack the box because we don't need to stack the box. Yeah, because most running backs are not that good anymore. As in, like our defensive no, line is that good anymore. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> it's, not, it's not the eighties where running backs are bursting yeah, for but, 60, 70 yard oh, gains every play. Oh yeah, man. I mean, you know, so so we did. We don't need to stack the box. Mm -hmm. uh, Tim, you got the D line we have, especially up the middle. Yeah. Don't need to stack the box. Uh, uh, to, so, in, in that zone match scheme is is, is not basic. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's not a basic standard, defense yeah. whatsoever. Yeah. Tim Meek is also upset. Uh, he feels oh, betrayed dude. because he did uh, only got to see you for uh, about 15 minutes and okay. did not get to see Scott or um, Scouse. So uh, we'll have to uh, uh, we'll do a do over. We are, next yeah, time. the plan. Yeah, I, I I saw Tim at the golf. Uh, we got rained off on Saturday at the golf. We played four holes, and then the English weather was like, "Hey, I miss you guys." Uh, and we yeah. had like one of we had a huge thunderstorm. Uh, we got to stand and have some beers. Everyone there was good, but yeah, I didn't get to see Tim as much as I'd like to. Have. Tim, you should have come out Saturday night with us. That's all sure. I'm gonna say, bro. But yeah, uh, no, I absolutely, yeah, absolutely love Tim. Uh, we're gonna have to come back. I think the plan is maybe if, if it's a meaningful game, we're gonna be there for the Cowboys at home. Mm -mm -mm. So I'll see Tim then. Is that what did we get through them all, Jesse? We'll we got through them all. Oh, oh quite, uh, just finishing all. up quickly uh, a little thing that we're going to do, trying to do each week. Just a couple of sentences. We're going to do a thing called any other business. Uh, this week, any other business. We're kicking off Aaron Rodgers. Andy, I'll start with you very quickly. Aaron Rodgers, Achilles done, out for the season. Is his NFL career over? Yes or no? Yes, Jesse. I, I genuinely believe it. I'm going to say no because he's a douche and is going to want to come back because uh, uh, he's Aaron Rodgers and he's he does. He's not going to go out there like that. He's yeah. 39. 39. Yeah. Tom yeah, so Brady can... nearly 40. Yeah. Some yeah. of the rumor yeah. that was going around today about who they I thought you said 34. He sounded like. Oh, no, no, I almost said 34. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Some of the rumors yeah, today, who, the, who the Jets are going to get. Uh, we could be trading with him was one of the rumors uh, that I heard for Brissett. Carson but, um, Wentz, you can have him. Yeah, Tom Brady coming out of retirement <laughs> was one of the rumors. Colin yeah, Kaepernick, there's been some out. crazy ones. So what do you think about that? What do you think about Brissett going there as part of a trade? They, I, John Kime said as long as we put in there that we can have him back. I, I, I don't think that'd be a good idea. No, no, no. Like, we'll we'll trade him and Sam Howell get hurt. Sam got hurt. hurt. I, I'm sorry. I don't want to go into the season with Jake Fromm. That just does not sound like <laughs> your season done if you go through the rest of the season. That's what I mean. It's too risky, man. Yeah. It's too risky to yeah. do that. No. Yeah, 100%. Uh, but, boys, we are back on Sunday with our live reaction show. So, us, <laughs> the Bleeding Burgundy podcast, the One Point Safety Show, we're all going to be together on. Jesus, Andy, I've just realized that's going to be late for us. That's a late one for us. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to do it. I mean, you know, y'all don't have to do it now you we'll have to do it. We, we can't leave scott on his own with you lot um let's just, let's just that's that's not fair society we did put a stipulation that if it was a late game that you know you know we're, we're talking about one, uh, one o'clock games but you know come on for 25 minutes just yeah check well, out so the, we're uh, going to be back on sunday so you need to be following the bleeding burgundy podcast because they're going to stream yeah. it uh, well, fo follow me or, or go follow on jesse the, uh, follow all the, of us the, anyone uh, the youtube bleeding burgundy podcast yep 
Yeah, and whether the bunker will return back to our usual slot now, we're not traveling around the globe. Uh, we'll be back on Monday doing a full breakdown and game analysis. Uh, we I'm pretty 99% sure we have a guest coming on on Monday. But just while yes. we're here, Jesse, just thanks so much for looking after us at the weekend, brother. Uh, it meant the world to me, Andy, uh, and Mr. Hartley that you took time out of your schedule to come hang with us for the weekend. Uh, we got to hang with you a lot. We got to hang with Keith uh, a, a lot. It was uh, really, really mean this, mate. Great weekend. Great people. Anyone that gets the chance to go and tailgate with these guys, go and do it because it's one of the best experiences that you will ever get. So thanks, man. It really, it was really a great weekend. Oh, it was my pleasure. It was, uh, you know, I, I look forward to these trips. Hopefully we can make this an annual thing. Mm-hmm. It's going to be. Because uh, you guys are family. Yeah, likewise, brother. Likewise. Well, like I say, we'll be back on Monday. Go and check us out on Twitter at Commander Bunker. But till then, everybody, I've been your host, Andy Burrows, with my two amazing friends, Mr. Andy Lockhart, Mr. Scouse, and Mr. Jesse Martin. Till next time, everybody, bunker down. Stay safe. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for checking out today's episode of The Bunker. Make sure you go and check us out on all social media. You can find us on Twitter at Commander Bunker. On Facebook, just search The Bunker. 